Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about how hearing aids may help you live longer, a potential breakthrough that could help usher in the age of quantum computing, and the incredible power of simply saying hi. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. Nearly 40 million American adults suffer from hearing loss, but shockingly, only around 10% of those folks use hearing aids. And according to a new study published in The Lancet Healthy Longevity, when you fail to use your hearing aids when you need them, you're missing out on a potentially life-extending opportunity. Life-extending opportunity. Okay, are you saying that using hearing aids makes you live longer? That is what this study suggests. So let's break it down a little bit. Studies have shown for years that untreated hearing loss leads to some bad outcomes. Some have found that the likelihood of developing dementia is higher among those with hearing loss. And hearing loss can lead to social isolation, which in turn can lead to poor eating habits, to smoking, alcohol use, lack of exercise, depression. It's really quite a list. Wow, okay. I didn't actually realize that hearing loss could have so many knock-on effects. Yeah, I didn't either. But the thing is, while these outcomes are fairly well studied, what is less studied is the effect that simply using a hearing aid has on these outcomes. And that's where this new research comes in. It, okay, it would seem obvious that if not being able to hear has those effects, then using a hearing aid could at least mitigate the bad things, right? Well, that's what lead researcher Dr. Janet Choi wanted to know. She used data from the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey, in which researchers followed nearly 10,000 adults over a decade to figure out the impact of hearing aid use on mortality rates. That sounds like a lot of data. It is, although not all of them suffered from hearing loss, and an even tinier fraction of those, some 237 people used their hearing aids regularly. But the trends were pretty striking. Those who use their hearing aids regularly have a 24% lower risk of dying than those who never wear them. That's actually remarkable. It's kind of like a life jacket for people with hearing loss. Exactly. What's more, the study found zero mortality risk reduction in folks who only occasionally wear their hearing aids. So the benefits only come with regular and consistent use. That's the idea. And the reduced risk of death in regular users was pretty consistent regardless of a bunch of factors, like the severity of the hearing loss, the age, ethnicity, income, education, or even medical history. Wow. Okay, so something as simple as wearing a hearing aid if you need one can actually make you more likely to live longer. And can we go back to the fact that so few people with hearing loss are actually wearing hearing aids? That's right. Only 10% of those 40-odd million Americans who suffer from hearing loss regularly use this game-changing device. And while other effects haven't been looked at very closely yet, Dr. Choi thinks that the use of hearing aids is likely to decrease levels of depression and the likelihood of dementia, which could improve overall mental health. And that in and of itself could lead to a longer and better life. Yep. 
Bottom line, if you have hearing loss, there is a huge upside to using a hearing aid. For the past year, all anyone can talk about is the potential for artificial intelligence to revolutionize our world. And that's kind of whether you like it or not. <laughs> but when it comes to computing, there has been a potential revolution bubbling in the background for decades. It has the potential to explode advancements in healthcare and drug discovery, material science, and even the way we understand our economy. And I am talking about quantum computing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we haven't heard much about that in a while, so I like sort of know about it. I know that once they figure out how to make quantum computing work, it's going to dramatically speed up computers and make them just massively more powerful. But I do have to admit, I am a bit confused about how they work. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so it's incredibly complicated. Uh, one way to think about it is with a coin toss. Each coin you toss can either be a heads or a tails, right? When you do regular computations on the computers we use right now, you're basically flipping a bunch of coins to either heads or tails, and the speed of the computer depends on how fast you flip the coins and also on how many coins you're flipping at once. Got it. And those coins represent the ones and zeros of traditional computing, right? Exactly. The coin is either heads or tails, a one or a zero. But now enter the world of quantum computing. Instead of regular coins, these machines use magic coins called qubits. They can be both heads and tails at the same time. Okay, right, sure. This is where I guess my mind sort of explodes. How <laughs> can something be like two things at the same time? So I'll get to that in a second. Uh, here's where the power comes in. In our computers, to continue the coin toss analogy, if you have two coins, you have basically four options when you flip them. Two heads, two tails, a head and a tail, or a tail and a head. But with two qubits, you can have all four of these options at once. So if I'm hearing this right, that would mean just remarkably faster machines with enormous computing power. Yeah. Imagine you're in a library looking for a single book out of tens of thousands, but there's no card catalog. Our current computers would look at each book until it found the one we're looking for. But a quantum computer would just look at all of them simultaneously. It's a process that would usually take a long time to happen, and instead it happens in an instant. Okay. Uh, so what is the holdup? Like, I, obviously, I understand this is complicated, but what is keeping these computers from hitting the market? The problem is kind of complicated. Uh, it comes down to stability. Turns out that part of the superpower of the qubit comes down to something called superposition and quantum entanglement. That basically means that two qubits can become paired up no matter how far apart they are. Like one can be in the bathroom and the other in the kitchen? One can be on Jupiter and the other can be a million light years away and they will remain connected. Einstein himself called quantum entanglement spooky action at a distance. Wow. Okay. Even Einstein thought it was weird. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. So if you spin one of the qubits, the other one will spin simultaneously. They are connected. But all of those connections are pretty fragile. And what's worse, if one qubit goes bad, it's kind of like a basket full of apples. Ooh, one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. Exactly. So the main challenge for computer scientists has been to remove errors in the batch before they spread and knock out the whole system. And there's some good news there. A team at Caltech has managed to successfully detect and eliminate errors in a quantum array. I kind of feel smarter just hearing that sentence, <laughs> but I don't 
quite know what it means. So what's going on there? So the new method, as reported in the journal Nature, uses a laser to shine a light on something called Rydberg atoms. The atoms that are causing trouble glow under this light, which helps them pinpoint where corrections are needed. And by removing the faulty atoms, the team achieved a whopping 99.9% success rate in entangling neighboring atoms. And that's good, right? That is literally a tenfold improvement over previous efforts. Ah, okay, great. So when do I get my (laughs) magic coin computer? Right, so I've got good news and bad news. The good news is that this represents a major step towards quantum computing. It could be a massive breakthrough. But the bad news is that it's going to take a whole bunch of breakthroughs to get us to a workable quantum computer. Some think we still have maybe 10 to 20 years out. Ah, okay. Well, after all the crazy advancements in AI over the past year or so, I mean, 10 or 20 years feels like a lifetime. I mean, at least for this tech, the impact will kind of be worth the wait. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. For years, most research on the power of human connection focused on the impact of our closest relationships. It's been shown pretty clearly that people who have Healthy, deep relationships with those closest to them see huge benefits from those connections. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And we've talked about the importance of connection before. I know that those connections make us healthier, happier. They give us a sense of purpose and um, they can even make us live longer, right? Exactly. But here's a twist. There's been very little research done on the impact of brief, casual interactions with those folks around you who are less familiar. Brief, casual interactions. All right. Like, Give me an example. Just like saying hi to your neighbor or saying thank you to the person at the checkout in the store. Sure, I guess I haven't really given much thought to those interactions myself. So the author of the study, Ezra Osagil, a postdoctoral researcher at Sabanchi University in Istanbul, said she was inspired to conduct this research during the pandemic, where every effort was made to stay connected to those people closest to us. But all of those little hellos and how are yous we do without even thinking kind of just vanished. She wanted to know more about how those little interactions affected our well-being. Yeah, I guess if you think about it, the minimal interactions happen all the time unless you're stuck at home for months on end. And you probably don't notice them until they're gone. Exactly. So she gathered data from nearly 65,000 adults. Most of them were from the UK, but at least a few thousand were from Turkey and a few other English-speaking countries. The data involved face-to-face interviews and an anonymous online survey. The participants reported on minimal interactions in their lives. Like saying hi to strangers or talking it up with Marge from accounting at the water cooler. Yep, and they found that the higher the frequency of those minimal social interactions, the greater the life satisfaction. (laughs) Okay, so the implication is that the more you say hi to strangers, the happier you are. But how do we know there's causation? In other words, what if people who tend to just be happier also tend to talk to strangers more often? (laughs) That is a great question. I I have the same thought. But they actually adjusted for that, which leads them to suggest that it actually is a cause and effect relationship. Okay. So 
saying hi to people on the street actually does make you happier. According to this study, yes. Now, they are quick to point out that this study didn't directly measure the quality of close relationships and participants, and that could be a factor at play. They want to further explore that, but regardless of future studies, this one at least forces us to take a deeper look at how our daily social fabric contributes to our well-being, even those interactions we might forget as soon as they happen. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. A groundbreaking study has revealed that regular use of hearing aids significantly lowers the risk of mortality by 24% in adults with hearing loss. Researchers at Caltech have achieved a major milestone in quantum computing by successfully detecting and correcting erasure errors in Rydberg atom arrays, marking a crucial step towards practical quantum computers. New research suggests that even the simplest acts of social interaction, like saying hello or expressing gratitude, can significantly boost our overall happiness and life satisfaction. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. 